Tyler from You Found. You're listening to Empty Space Podcast. <laughs> Three, two, one. We're live, people. What up, kids? How we doing on this lovely day? Dude, you should be are more you, excited than that. Are you ready? I'm fucking ready. Are you should ready? Him? Should we tell Dude. him? Should we tell him? Should we tell well, him? let's just let's just calm down. Should just calm down. Come on, let's tell him. We can't let's do this. We have to tell him, dude. We okay, got to tell him. I can't hold this in anymore. We got, we got a big episode. We got oh. him. Wait, wait. We got him. We got him. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got him finally. Ladies finally, and gentlemen, finally. we will be having this amazing interview with the one and only. Go ahead, Batch. Kyle Zanon from Youth Fountain. Oh, <gasps> Holy fuck, kids. Are you this ready for our freaking amazing episode? I am. I am. This is going to be huge. This is going to be sick. I'm yeah. so fired. I haven't been able to sleep. I'm fired up. I'm, I'm so fired gassed. up. I'm so gassed. So, how are you? I'm all right, dude. I have been going through some shit, but yep. I honestly, and not, this is no bullshit. I have been, ever since this was confirmed, I have been nothing but like ecstatic for this day to record with Tyler. This music yeah. has saved our lives. This music has got me through some hard shit. And I just can't wait to talk about everything and anything that Tyler wants to talk about, whether it's his lyrics or whether it's just about pop punk or turtles walking around in the sea. I don't care. Because be the cool. fact that that would be cool. Imagine if he was just like, what's up, guys? Yeah, let's talk about turtles. I'm like, I like turtles. I'd be like, dude, turtles are uh, turtles. <laughs> Turtles are great. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> no, nothing much, man. Same shit. Um, same shit. What about you? What's up with you? Not much, man. We'll uh, we'll get into it at the end of the episode because it's. Yeah, you want you want to wait? Yeah, because he's coming. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, let's let's go. get him on. Let's get him on. Here he comes. All right, ladies the and gentlemen, this is Tyler. Hell from yes. Youth Fountain. Do 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 do. See the new Mario movie. Oh yeah. When it comes out, yeah. Nice. Hello? Hey, what's happening, brother? Hello. Not much. How are you? How's Yo, it going? I'm pretty good. Just essentially woke up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, what, 9 o'clock over there? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I am I, I, I stay up until like sometimes like 3 a.m., so... <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a night hour more so I'm not more I'm not a I'm not a morning person but I, I wanted to get the day started today and try to try to try to do the interview and everything so this got me up. I'm hey, up. let's go, man. Hey, man, been a long time coming. We are yeah. so excited to have you on the Empty Space Podcast. We have been big fans since I believe episode three or four. We've been talking about you. We are very oh, honored, wow. very happy, and uh, and I'm ready to get the ball rolling with you, brother. Hell yeah, dude. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for making the time and doing this. I know you're a busy guy and uh we really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. Definitely. Yeah. Better to do this. It's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so I guess we'll just uh we'll start right off with um who who initially got you into music? Oh man. <laughs> He's like, I just woke up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I got a half a coffee. It's 12 o'clock. This guy's like, fuck, I got to go back to my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I got to get back to my... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, um, 
I would say probably probably my older brother, like who really got me, or, or like because he he was um he he played guitar, so like and also my grandfather also on my mom's side he um he also played guitar, so I would say like. I was always kind of around music though too. Like they were like my dad listened to like you know, growing up. He always like be playing like fucking you know like ACDC and like all those like dad rock kind <laughs> hell of yeah. shit. You know? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell uh, yeah! I don't know. Like I like in probably like my older brothers. Like my uh, my oldest one, he was always into like um, you know like a lot of like alternative music like Blink and Psalm Forty One and stuff like that. So. I, I would say I would say them was like my reason of like why I like you know like the warp tour scene music you know like yeah yeah, stuff, totally but, yeah dude yeah I would say like they're they're the main reason why I, I like this kind of stuff for sure right on how did yeah. that now how did that turn over from like I love this type of music to like this is kind of what I want to do with my life was it just that part of like growing up in the scene and being like this is it or was there like a moment that you had that was just like um I this is it for me I would I I would say the like I don't know like after kind of hearing like some bands that like you know like more like emo bands and kind of being able to relate to that kind of stuff Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like I don't know bands that have kind of like moved me emotionally and everything. Um, I don't know. I kind of like just gravitated towards those kind of artists that were like I don't know, just like writing lyrics, like hard, like hard on their sleeve lyrics, and like I was just kind of like connected with that and started kind of like you know when I started playing guitar and started writing my own kind of stuff i just kind of wrote similar stuff because i felt like i wanted to also kind of like have like an outlet kind of sing 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 and write stuff that like you know i was going through so i mean Mm -hmm. like i never it never really was like uh, i knew that i wanted to do this like Mm -hmm. for a career do anything like that like it was just kind of like I just had shit that I wanted to just kind of like let out and Mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, and like I just kind of wrote demos and wrote things that like I never knew that anyone would kind of give a shit about or I didn't expect any of that kind of stuff. It never, it never was like, I definitely am going to make this a career. I want this to be something that I want to do for the rest of my life. It was just kind of, it just kind of happened, man. Like I, I, didn't i didn't ex- anticipate anything like um i'm super grateful people like like what i've done though man like that's uh all i can really ask for i'm it's, it's uh it's, it's still mind-blowing every day to think that there's people that that, that like the stuff that i've written <laughs> it's, it's wild <laughs> but um yeah i never i never really like to answer the question like i've never really like it's like I want to do this for the rest of my life. It was just kind of, it just kind of happened like that. Yeah, just yeah man, fell into your lap kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that it's going good and to keep keep on doing what I'm doing. Just kind of keep keep writing music. 
Yeah. yeah, I think and I think that's like something for people who listen to your music. I feel like at least for me and Batch, like obviously like your your lyrics are so in depth and so like they're dark in a good way because like you can tell like you're definitely getting something off your chest and yeah. other people are relating to that. But I think going back to like the question I asked and your answer is perfect because it makes sense with what your lyrics are and most bands and most people we talk to. You know, it's it, usually the answer is like, oh, I just knew right away. And for you, it's more of like a therapy and like just a way for you to, like you said, like utilize, you know, getting out what you need to. And I think yeah. that's something obviously huge for this scene and huge for people that are struggling. And we are like pop punk, but we're also mental health. And why we grabbed towards you is because of your lyrics right away. And mm. and that's that's just that's just a, even more of a perfect answer yeah, to yeah. that question is like, yeah, no, I didn't want to make it big. It wasn't about that. It was just fucking, I don't know. I was just trying to fucking not <laughs> think or process this shit that was in my yeah. brain. So it worked out. So that's yeah, dope, man. dude. That's, yeah, that's, that's literally it. There's no other, <laughs> no other answer to that. It's just, yeah. It is what it is. That's that. Yeah. That's dope, man. Um, So how did, how did it go from like, um, like bedroom talk? to like youth fountain to like what youth fountain is now <laughs> um basically i i started like writing my own music when i was like fucking like 13 <laughs> and like in <laughs> high school grade grade eight and like i um i had bands like i had a band with my older brother he played lead guitar and like we kind of wrote stuff just kind of shitty you know you gotta start somewhere yeah yeah hell yeah <laughs> is what it is <laughs> yep. um you know i played like you know like fucking high school shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that the whole shebang um and then like after high school i kind of just was like you know as high school bands they always fall apart <laughs> yeah, <hell> yeah. <laughs> yes sir yes they do yeah they always fall apart it's it's hard to find anybody that like fucking i don't know wants to kind of like be in a dedicated band and want to try to write music with so i was just kind of like i don't know i still want to play music and i still want to write stuff so i'm just gonna just do it myself and just kind of kind of just write my own music and just demo stuff and see where it goes and just do it because i want to you know have shit i want to get off my chest and i just want to write music so Except by the time I was like nineteen, I was just kind of like, I was just kind of like demoing out stuff, ideas, not really thinking anything of it, which would later become like bedroom talk songs when I was like twenty three, I guess. Um, but like I was just kind of like, like I said, I was just kind of writing music because I was depressed and I just <laughs> had shit I wanted to, yeah, kind of. Like it's therapy, like you said. Like I want to just kind of try to feel better. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> man. No, that's that's dope. Yeah, hell yeah. So, so yeah, I was just kind of like doing that, and um, pretty much. <laughs> it's hard. I, I know I've, I've I've told this story before, but I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still I'm I'm also still waking up a little bit. <laughs> you good, bro? You good? You take your time, yeah, man. Dude, you do what you, you need to do. We got all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I just kind of like demoed out a lot of stuff on SoundCloud and like YouTube, and um, 
later on, like I kind of was kind of like, well, I don't know if it's like, uh, I'm never going to turn these into real songs. I got to learn how to like, actually like, you know, record properly. It was like, whatever. Um, But like pretty much when I turned 20, I think it was like, I, I started being like, well, I want to kind of get back into like the music scene and kind of try to see if I can like just join a band or do anything. So um, I started playing drums. I started like playing in other bands trying to um, get myself out there in Vancouver and just kind of like <laughs> socialize and try to, you know, network quote unquote <laughs> and try to yeah, like yeah. meet some people and try to get out there. So yeah, I kind of like played in some bands and kind of like, uh, you know, met some people and like never really, they didn't really become anything. I was just kind of like, it was just nice to like be out of high school and and try to like get out there in the music scene a little bit, mm-hmm. see how to tour and how to do this kind of shit and mm. whatnot. Um, yeah. And then I met uh, Cody who used to do co-vocals and yep. I, I was just kind of like, how did that happen again? Oh yeah, I put, I put out a clip of like me playing like the song "Grinding Teeth" on like Instagram or something like that, and he commented, he's like, "Oh, we should like do a collab," and then like pretty much like I had like all these demos written and ideas, and it kind of showed him like what I had, and he was like, "Damn, like this stuff's really good," and um. Pretty much by that time, I think it was like fucking 23 or 22. Man, I'm like 27 now. It's like mm-hmm. fucking time's flying right now. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, yeah, it does, dude. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to be 30 soon. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Welcome <laughs> to like, the club, bud. Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucking weird. I can't believe it. This year, yeah. I'm 20, 28 soon in August. Oof. So fuck. It's, just, it's just creeping up. It's just creeping up, oh, man. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um. But yeah, and then like, kind of like we he collabed on a, on those songs and stuff like that, and didn't know what to call the project. So I already hit, went under the name Bedroom Talk. I was going under when I was like, like yeah, like on like SoundCloud and like, because I like named it after like the starting line song. Even though was... <laughs> oh, okay. that's cool. That's because I I was gonna go with like you know, Bedroom Talk being like you know when you're alone in your bedroom, like having yeah. talks with yourself. Like, I didn't know if that's where it came from, but that's cool. Yeah, no, it came after, like, I was just like, I remember like when I was coming up with the song name, Um, it was funny. I actually like had the solo project, but I didn't meet another dude before. And like, he was going to like play a lead guitar for me. But like, this yeah. was like, this was like years ago. And like, it never, it never came to fruition or anything. And he was just like, Oh man, let's like, like look through like, Let's like look through like song names because that's what like the story so far did. That's what like, yeah. you know, like yeah. all these other yep. bands do. They're yeah, just yeah. like let's like name after like another song name, and then we're like going through song names. He's like, "Oh man, what about the name Bedroom Talk?" And like at first I was just kind of like, I don't know, is that like kind of a lame name? I'm like, I don't know. I fucking hate band names too. I hate trying <laughs> to name band names. It's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> because everything just seems like if you think about it too much it just seems so fucking stupid a lot of men yeah. <laughs> it's true but yeah i don't know that's just that was just kind of like a side note of like how that kind of name came to be but 
Um, yeah, so like I kind of just stuck with that name and then mm-hmm. kind of grew up me. And then, um, yeah, then after we had the song Grinding Teeth, it was, I was just like, yeah, we could just go under the bedroom talk. He's like, oh, okay, well, I guess that, I guess that works. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then like, um, I had the song Blooms already written and like recorded because like who I was living with at the time, my buddy Patrick, he actually played lead guitar for us on um, the last Belmont tour and stuff like that. He's been a friend of mine for a while. Oh, um, dope. That's awesome. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, um, he kind of taught me how to record when I was like 21. He like pretty much cause, like you, know, I was just like, I want to start kind of like demoing out stuff and he was just like, Oh man, you gotta get logic. <laughs> and then like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. So pretty much I, cause I, I used to know how to kind of just record on like Cubase and all this like shitty, like fucking cakewalk programs or whatever. <laughs> the stuff they give you when you buy like a microphone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I used yeah. to like, yeah. When I was like 14. Um, but yeah. And then, um, he kind of taught me, <clears throat> the the shtick of how to track and record so um i just like bought a new macbook and like logic and an interface and fucking started recording an album <laughs> and that became letters for former selves so i just kind of like used all these like songs that i already had written mm-hmm. when i was like fucking like you know after high school like 18 seven summer seven when i was 17 and some were new, some were like songs I was like, okay, like when I um met Cody, it's like like write a new song together and like we wrote complacent mm-hmm. together and um yeah, like in like um like rose colored glass and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, and then um pretty much Pretty much, like, after we uh, had the, the album kind of, like, written and I recorded it all, <laughs> um, didn't, like, uh, like, I think, like, I think Dreambound before, they mm-hmm. put out the song Blooms, um, and, like, people were, like, it started blowing up, kind of, like, in a, it had a buzz, like, I wouldn't say, mm. like, fucking blew up, but, like, it definitely, like, there was, you know, we got, like, f- fucking... It was crazy. Like I think the song got like twenty thousand views in like a couple days, and like to me, like that was Jesus insane. Christ. Like that to me, that was like insane. Like I was like, I would never think a song that I wrote, yeah, would <laughs> right. ever would ever do that. I'm used to like I was used to like because I released that song on YouTube on my page. It's still it's still on my like the first version of Bloobs. It's still I'll on get out. My yeah, <laughs> it, it, the, the first version. It's like it's the same song, but it's just the mix is just like kind of shittier. I I made yeah. the mix better when when I kind of like redid it a little bit, but like. I remember when I uploaded that, like fucking, like I think a couple people were like, "This is cool," like, like <laughs> random, like in like fucking like a month, like no one really gave a shit about it. But then when Dreambound was like, "Yo, this song is actually really good. Is there can we put it out with like some new art and stuff like that?" I was blown away. And then like people were like, "Holy fuck, this is great!" Hell yeah, so, like, that's yeah. Dope. I was that was really cool. I thought that was that was awesome. Um. And, um, yeah, I think that just, like, after that, when there was a buzz going on, like, we were just getting some, like, label interest and stuff like that. And, um, got, like, manager interest, and it just kind of just kept snowballing like that. And then, um, 
you know, before you know it, we got a contract with Pure Noise, and that's huge. Yeah, it just kept <laughs> on like kind of coming. It just kept like snowballing, um, and then um, yeah, pretty much after that, like just doing tours and things getting a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, just kind of like didn't really know like shit can kind of just like hit the fans shit can kind of get different when you're when you're yeah. touring and when, yes, you're doing, when you're doing when you're when you're collaborating with so many people and mm-hmm. when things are changing you know because it started out as just something that was just kind of like a solo project for for me as like an outlet and um i don't know just was like my baby that just kind of like turned into something didn't didn't really want it to really turn into you know like Mm, i just like it was very different um but yeah so then like cody got the offer to uh sing in real friends so i was kind of just like better off him doing that and me to just pursue it as a solo project again so that's what i did so i kept going and pure noise was still interested to put out another record with me so that's dope. I started just doing what I did again. Um, yeah, and then like I guess like twenty 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 hit. I was like, oh, yeah. everything everything was just kind of like fucked. So yep, <laughs> I just kind of spent the days like kind of writing some songs. I already had some demos already written, like after letters. So I just kind of like put a shit ton of like, you know. Um, had a lot of, record had a lot of songs on it, so so I just yeah, had yeah. like so I just had so like those were just like a lot of collection of songs from like 2019, 2020, and 2021, and so the record came out yeah fall 2021, and before you know it, you know like when things were kind of getting back to normal in 2022, which does not which still feels like I'm in 2022 right now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking God. crazy. Oh my god! Um, yeah, there was touring happened again, and things are kind of just kind of picking back up. And oh yeah, yeah, did the Belmont tour, did um the UK tour, which was fucking awesome. Never thought I'd go overseas. That's ever so sick. Let's do that, which was wild. And then did the biggest tour of my musical career with for your strong and knuckle puck and microwave. And that was, yo, that was fucking, dope. That was insane. That, <laughs> that was, was fucking, crazy. Yeah, man, that was fucking wild to be able to have that opportunity. And, um, it definitely helps. It catapulted the band and I think it got the word out a lot and keeping a buzz going pretty fun for sure. But, um, I think I, I glanced over how Benjamin Talk became Youth Fountain. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, you answered like six of our questions in that, and that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's so dope. I I glanced over that, though, but dude, it was just kind of random. It was just kind of like the the label did not want to like release the project as the name Bedroom Talk, which is like, that's fair. It was still like a small, (laughs) small, small band that like, you know, make you rebrand it a little bit. And make it a little bit more new and um yeah, I think that like this reason was just like they thought it was very like 
like an immature name, which is like kind of I, I, I can kind of see that, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I we just had like a list of fucking just like names of just so many band names because we were like, fuck, we just want to. We just want to think of it was like, God damn, we have to think of a new name. Like, this sucks. Like, I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just write out a shit ton of things that we think is all right. And, um, yeah, I was just kind of like putting the two and two together. It was like, I don't know, just like, like random list of things. Like, thought the names of like, like something with like the fountain or like fountainhead or like, I don't know, like, like, <laughs> like putting all these, putting all these like names together of just like, of just like random things, like we even had like fucking like paper homes as like a band name. We had like all these <laughs> kind of slaps, bro. Yeah, yeah, we had like anything, like literally anything, like 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 swing set, just like just just shit. Yeah. We just had just just shit. Like windowsill was a band name. Like I don't know, no hospital, shit. Hospital garden was like all these what? random. Yeah, dude, it was just all these random names, and then just youth youth found youth found was in there, just like as a name, just because I thought the word like fountain could be a cool band name i guess or something like yeah 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 um, so and then the label was just like just saw the list and then the label was just like youth found you guys should just go with that and we were like okay <laughs> sure make <laughs> it easy for good. us thanks <laughs> yeah yeah just because you know like i said i if i figure out a band name fucking sucks everything just sounds fucking stupid like it you can you can say a band name that's like that you think is cool you're like oh wow this is a cool band name other people be like that's the that's the stupidest band name i've ever heard in my life like (laughs) anyone else could just be like no that's stupid and it's just like but someone can think it's cool and i don't know i think i like i was just like indifferent about it i was like okay is what it is like yeah we'll make we'll make the band name youth fountain work and we'll make it cool so that's yeah still what i'm trying to do this day so there we go <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good man yeah that's fucking spot on that was great yeah man. yeah that's cool yeah. yeah i i would uh i remember when when i found youth fountain it was literally just randomly on my youtube mix uh i was yeah. just randomly listening to it and like i want to say like blooms or worried or something came on and it, it was, was just worried. like yeah, sold right away. It was just fucking okay, dude. But it's crazy to me talking to you now and you're talking about like these are the things like some of these songs are like what you were writing in like high school or younger and stuff and like wild, yeah, dude. your lyricism is fucking like the most insane and intense shit I've ever heard of. And I've never For had real. somebody be inside of my brain and being able to mm-hmm. fucking preach words that I think that I couldn't even process subconsciously to my conscious mind. And you yeah, do that dude. so well. And me and Batch talk about it all the time. How like when you have depression or any type of mental illness or even just any feelings, yeah. having your lyrics, it's like the weirdest thing that we can like sit there, listen to it and be like, yo, he gets it. Like he gets yeah. like what's he doesn't just get what it means to be sad or go through things. He gets the actual wordage, the verbiage and the feelings put out in his song like we haven't heard. in I don't even know how long Probably like story so far. Yeah, and even I'd so, say. like, in yeah. story so far isn't even as intricate as this goes. It's your lyricism is just crazy, man. And when we found that out and listened to it, we were just like, "This Blown is away. something special." It was like when we heard "Calling Out Captains" and Luke's voice and all that, and we were like, "This is something special." But with with you, it's just like it's crazy how you can capture such feelings that people feel without actually having us like, you know, say it out loud. So what you're doing is not only helping like 
yourself with your therapy, but it's helping out thousands of people mm-hmm. that are listening. Like, and going back to when we started listening to, I was going through such a tough time. I talk about an episode four or whatever it is and how this literally, this whole album completely got me through a time where I was crying every night and I was going through shit. And this was like two years ago, man, let us to our former selves. And, and it was just something that was so impactful for me because of what was going on. And I know it's impactful for batch too. And, it's just crazy to think that you were writing these lyrics at such a young age and the the growth that you've had, you know, as a band and as yourself as a human has been so inspirational, man. So kudos to you and 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 thank mm. you to you. Aw, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that a lot, guys. Thank yeah, you. Oh yeah, dude. I, thank um, you. Yeah, man. I mean, that's I I've definitely been through a handful of shit. I'm still going through shit, you know. Like I mm-hmm. um you know, I <laughs> I'm working on a new record now, and I um I got more fucking depressing shit to sing about. So let's go, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, um, depression, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, depression. Suck. Oh my god, it fucking yeah, man. I I know the feeling for sure. I um I don't know. It's just it's just uh it's the it's the it's the world we try to survive in. We gotta there's some there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit to be upset about, I know. There's a lot mm-hmm. of shit. Oh, yeah. There's this fucking shit just can um it keeps coming at you. <laughs> it yeah, just it keeps does. coming at you. It doesn't it doesn't fucking stop sometimes. So I mean I know. Um but just know that like I'm super grateful that like you know, like people like you and other people can can recognize that and know that, you know, you're not alone and you know, we're we're all kind of in this together and I'm happy that I'm happy that people recognize that people, people give a shit and people, people genuinely like, <laughs> like, like the music that I'm, that I'm writing. That makes me oh, very, yeah. very, yeah. Very, yeah. Very, I, very uh, I wanted to go back to that, that tour with uh Fourier and knuckle yeah. Um, you opened like the show and I, this is just from the Boston show where I met yeah. you at. Um, and you were the only act that people were chanting one more song for. I don't know if you heard that or you noticed <laughs> that, but you were the only one. And I no, was like, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was, and like, there was so many people like, cause they saw me like singing the words and stuff. And they were like, you know, this band, I was like, yeah, this band fucking rules. And they were like, who is it again? And they were like on their phone, looking it up on Spotify and shit. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, it, was, it was wild, man. Damn. That's you, fucking, uh, you crushed it, dude. Dude, that was like, like literally probably my favorite show. That tour, that show was fucking crazy. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> there was like no. fucking like, there was like 4,000 people there like at least like that was that was a wild fucking show that was the biggest show i've ever played in my life and it was yeah that was one for the books for sure i was still mind blown by that i don't even recall <laughs> that the one more song thing happened i didn't i didn't even yeah didn't even know that yeah, oh, yeah. Um, definitely never the move for an opening band to do it. <laughs> just step on their toes and i'm playing yeah, another one <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> definitely never the move to ever do that but um that's crazy i that's that's wild wow yeah it was awesome i, I was pumped i was like i was like i hope he realizes this like that's so fucking like 
and we right. stuck around for the whole show and like yeah you were the only one that they like chanted one more song for wow crazy <laughs> i know that's mind blown wow <laughs> so tyler when when i when we first found out about you and during the pandemic which was just crazy for everybody Chaos. especially oh, artists yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it's mainly why we started this podcast. We were like, fuck, like, yeah, we were bored with nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were like, oh, you're sad. I'm sad. You like pop punk music. I like pop punk music. We talk about it literally every other day on the phone. Let's just do this and like see people fuck with it. Cool. Um, yeah. but I remember watching you would do like live streams all the time and mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Um, how, how was, how was the pandemic for you? How, how was it? So like, obviously it was challenging, but what was like the most challenging part of the pandemic for you as an artist? Um, you know, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. What was the challenge so, for you? For sure. Um, it surprisingly, it, it wasn't too, too bad for, for me just because that like when everything was kind of going on, um, with like, the co-vocalist leaving during 2020 and like trying to regroup and figure out like like how what's the best way to go about this and like obviously writing a new record and like recording it and all that kind of stuff like there was a lot of downtime like Mm -hmm. like because when you're recording a record when you're doing all that kind of stuff like it's just like yeah there's just so much you can't really you know there's not a lot of like shows to play you can't tour you can't really do any of that kind of stuff and you know when the pandemic was kind of going on you, no one could do that anyway so yeah um it, it it wasn't too bad like that i i would just say like it was just like it, it, i wouldn't even say more so like just challenging for the band like for for at least like you found it wasn't too bad like that it, it was just more so challenging just like life <laughs> like just yeah you know, yeah like personally yeah personally it was more so of a challenge for sure just like you know i'm just trying to like grocery shop and just trying to like <laughs> just trying to, you ain't just, wrong <laughs> yeah just trying oh, to fucking yeah. somewhere and like take transit or do anything like that like a lot of things were just kind of like everything was just kind of fucked like in that kind of aspect and um i um for 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 making it like money out of it though yeah of course that like trying to like i i'd say like financially as a band it's it was like the biggest challenge for sure because you know we're artists make their money just selling merch and making like yeah, uh, yeah. Show- playing shows and touring but you can't do that you know definitely takes a big blow in that kind of a sense mm-hmm. so i'd say if I, to make it like yeah financially i would say that that's that's what the biggest <laughs> blow would be for sure as as a project during the pandemic because like okay yeah if you're not touring if you're not selling merch as a, as a band you're you're literally making no money <laughs> like, mm-hmm. right right make, yeah you can't you make started it. you started doing like private like live streams right or like yep. little con- mini concerts I, I i remember joining a few of those yeah, um, yeah the acoustic you stuff you were doing yeah 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 exactly like that that's probably because like, like a lot of artists too we're, we're just kind of doing that too and it's kind of it definitely it's kind it's kind of cool i think it's uh it's sweet that that artists have started to kind of do that because um it's kind of become more of a norm now. Like yeah. I think that yeah. it's a good way. I don't know. I think it's a good way to support 
artist now and then like if you want to join in and like you know pitch for like a bundle that they got you know i think it's uh it helps out the artists a lot so to keep going and keep doing what they're doing so um yeah i think the live stream stuff is, is super cool i might want to try to do more of those eventually maybe this year um after i'm done recording the next record for sure Ooh. yeah that's Hell good yeah. shit. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so you've mentioned it a couple times with um Cody leaving. Um yeah, yeah. if you don't want if you don't want to get into it, you don't have to, but um what was that process like? Like how did that like how did how did that all happen? I mean, it was just kinda like, you know, he got the offer, you know, we didn't necessarily uh as like as like touring members and like personally like we didn't really get along anymore so like it was just kind of like better off that like he yeah kind of just like you know takes an opportunity like that and you know because like that opportunity is huge like even for oh, me, yeah like, fuck if i got an opportunity to be in a huge band i'd fucking do it <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i want to i want to that'd be, be great <laughs> so uh, <laughs> fuck so um yeah i don't know it's just kind of for the better like i mean it started out as my own project so why not just keep doing it as my own project so mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah Nothing i think it's wrong with that man no absolutely not so i think um it just kind of you know people people grow apart people change you you know you you can meet someone early on in life and you know like you don't really know you don't really know how you're gonna get it. It's like a relationship. It's literally oh, yeah. you know, being a band is exactly like a relationship. Relationships don't always work out. Fucking, I I fucking know that. Like a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of, you know, I've tried to. A lot of, you know, people are very. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not always the easiest person to get along with, and like not always like you can meet another person too. That's like you just don't always clash. Like it's just yeah. kind of like the way, the way it can be. It's, it's yeah, tough. Yeah. Like, humans are very complicated creatures, you know, <laughs> like they're very, <laughs> absolutely. Especially, I don't know. I consider myself too. Like I'm fucking very, very interesting person. Like I'm very self-aware. <laughs> <of that>. <laughs> I, I mean, look at all the fucking shit I write about. Yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> I'm a very, very emotional person. I'm very, um, yeah. I I got a lot going on in my head, and it's hard to um, it's hard to kind of be alive sometimes. That's for yeah, sure. yeah, bro, sure, dude. Absolutely, yeah. hell yeah. How how is that? How has that been with like? Open, like, so me and Batch, like, we've opened up about our suicide attempts on this podcast for the first time in our entire lives. And we've opened mm. up about our feelings with depression. And we've been, like, super vulnerable about, like, you know, writing our own lyrics in the podcast, so to speak, right? Yeah. So, like, doing that was, like, super weird for us the last year and a half to two years now. And, like, how was how it, like, going off everything you just kind of said? I just had this real question of, like... How is it for you as far as like putting this shit out there for people to see and listen to? Is it something that like, you know, that you struggle with and you finally just kind of click the button like, fuck it, I don't care what people think? Or was it something that you always just were like, oh, I don't care. This is just who I am. 
Yeah, I think it's more so that. Like, I just didn't care. It's just who I am. Like, it literally is just, like, I write lyrics because, like, I feel like it just, it's therapeutic. Like, I feel like it's just, it's expression of myself. It's just kind of, like, it's just how I'm feeling. Like, I literally just write down exactly how I'm feeling. And uh, I don't know, when I picked up the guitar and just learned you know, songs that I grew up listening to that I really liked. And then I make my own kind of versions of that. Cause that's kind of like how artists write, you know, it's just like you're influenced oh, yeah. by songs that you really liked. And you kind of just, you, I feel like the, how I learned how to write all my songs, literally it's like, it's just like that. Like it just kind of like learned fucking Blink-182 and census fail songs and all these kind of shit. And then, those just become youth songs, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hell yeah. Exactly. Um, so I mean, like, um, yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of write how I'm feeling because, and I don't really care. Like, you know, like I, it doesn't make me upset if other people, you know, I, I if anything, it's just good. <laughs> like that, other people. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, can really. And I think there's no there's no shame in that. There's nothing to to hide, you know. Like I'm, I I am what I am, and I feel how I feel, and I put it into songs, and that's I think that's a great great way to cope with some things. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of like more, you know. There's some real negative ways you can cope with those feelings. And oh yeah, yeah, yep. some, and I'm. I'm trying to do that more in a positive way. So, yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, your lyrics and stuff have definitely helped me because I was one of those people that, like you just said, took it the other way. Instead of yeah. taking it a positive way, I I started boozing and doing drugs and stuff. And, you know, yeah. a lot of your songs and your lyrics helped me stay on the right path, the positive path. Yeah, dude. So, exactly. I, I, I know what, I know what it's like for sure, man. Like I, uh, I've been I've been there as well, so I I know yeah. I know what that's like, for sure. And um, I'm happy that that you know my music has helped you that much, man. That's fucking that's huge to me. So yeah, I appreciate I, appreci- I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Like it it means the world, man. It's awesome. No, of um, course. That's so you you've mentioned like Blink and Census Fail and stuff. Um, yeah. who are some of your other like biggest inspirations like musically and stuff? Like a lot of emo bands, like MCR and stuff like that. Or... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember like fucking definitely like my my chem was was a big one too, and like man, just, just so many. Like, I, there's so many, but like I I'd say like <laughs> earliest that I can remember was like some forty one. Yep, Blink and and um and like Senses Fail. Um, funny enough, the Ben Ben called Less Than Jake was a big big influence oh, wow. yep. yeah oh, wow. <laughs> yeah yeah they're we, good old scott we're gonna yeah. hear some horns on the next record <laughs> <laughs> well, well actually actually uh-oh <laughs> I, I got uh-oh i know i got a um i'm, I'm doing like on the pure noise paps like compilation they're doing like uh um some sort of like all these bands pure noise bands are like covering like older like like punk bands so i'm doing a lesson I'm doing a Lesson Jake cover. Yo, let's oh, go, let's dude. Go. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, 
Half of it does not have horns on it, though. But the ending <laughs> has horns. I was like, okay, well, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> at least put horns on it because I feel like people will get mad if like I don't. Yeah. I, I would never go full ska. I, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. It's a pretty um, like I, I mean, I don't know. I fucking grew up like they were like, I don't know. Like how I found them was like watching the Digimon movie. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> relax. <laughs> they were on like fucking they were on like uh they were in the Digimon movie, all my best friends are metalheads and I was like a kid and I remember hearing that song and I was like, this is the sickest thing I've ever heard in my life. So that's that how I became fucking it. awesome. That's so dope. But um yeah. Definitely like I fucking kinda like learned bass and like rhythm honestly just by like learning less than jake songs on the bass because like their songs on the bass are fucking insane like mm-hmm. they got oh, yeah. to rip and like roger who writes all the fucking bass riffs he's just like i don't know he's like i've never heard music that's like as like as crazy on the bass that he can do so i learned like a lot of the tricks and that kind of stuff just by learning learning those songs when i was like 13 but um yeah, they were a big inspiration for sure. I um, mean, like later on though, um, when I was in like a my like my, my high school band, we actually got to open for a, a touring band, which was like pretty wild for me. It was like my first time ever doing that, and the bands were um, Handguns and Forever Came Calling. And oh no, shit. you put Handguns, bro? That's sick. Yeah. Dude, it's like fucking it was, legendary, dude. Yeah, dude, it was insane. I it was like I was like, fuck. I guess that would have been 2010. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It was 2010. It was a long time ago, and I never heard of these bands. I was just kind of like, we got oh, the yeah. out. It was just like, oh, we need a local band to just like do this because that's obviously just how it works. We're like, I don't know. Do you guys want to fucking do it? I guess. And I was just like, <laughs> oh yeah, like fuck, let's play a show. This is huge. Like, wow. <laughs> We're opening for like a touring band. I was like, whoa. So, yeah, dude. Like, I was like, I never heard of these bands. And then I heard them and I was like, blown away. I was like, what? There's like bands that are like still doing like pop punk music. And they're like, I was like, what? And then they were like, they were telling me when I got to like meet them, they were just like, oh, you got to check out the bands like The Wonder Years and like The Story So Far and stuff like that. And then like I checked them out and I was like, blown away. And I was like, my life. (laughs) My life was never the same after that. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, my life was definitely completely changed after that. (laughs) After that night, so uh, yeah, man. Like uh, I became huge fans of like Forever Came Calling and like Handguns and Wonder Years, Transit, fucking you know, um, Lost for Words. Like all these. Those are the homies. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, Major League and like. All those like bands in the 2010 era, that mm-hmm. was like, that was like my shit. And I guess you could say now that that's like kind of like an influence that I grew up on because I mean, you know, I was a teenager, young. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, it was kind of, it was just, it was just kind of cool to think that like there were still bands that were doing the whole Blink 182 thing, <laughs> like doing the yeah, whole, because yeah. like I did not think I. Uh, that would ever i would ever encounter that because it just felt like where i at least grew up in like no one gave a fuck about 
pop punk music or emo music at all. Like it just seemed like everyone just wanted to listen to like radio music yeah, <laughs> growing yeah, up. Yeah. School, so yeah, that's... that was wild. Yeah, that's yeah. dope, dude. That's uh, that's yeah. pretty cool insight. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, cool. You mentioned uh, a loss for words in transit because they're from like our home state. Well, yeah, in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Like, and four years strong too. Yeah, four yeah, years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, they were a fucking big one. They were a big ones yeah. that influenced me as well, man. It was crazy to do that. Yeah, because like me and Steve grew up on on transit and a loss for words, and like we'd go see those bands like in little like basements and shit, like um, like literally someone's house. You'd just go into their basement, and there'd be like eighty kids just going bananas. That is so fucking cool, yeah. Yep. Just man, like where I grew up in, like at least we did have some bands from Vancouver that were kind of like in the scene with Transit, like Living with Lions and Daggermouth. Oh like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. We had those kind of bands that were like still kind of like doing the pop punk thing, but like again, when you're like a band in Vancouver, like fucking the thing to do when you're a Canadian band in Vancouver. It's just like you don't play Vancouver. You just kind of like, <laughs> you, that's you so kind fucked of, up. I know, man. It's just kind of like just because of like I don't know. There's there's not many venues here. There's not many things you can like. There's not there's not a lot of bands here, anyways. There's not a lot of like. It's it's not a very like. It's just never seemed like it's been like a a a pop in like the mm. area for like this kind of music. It just never it seemed like it really has like even when you know like a, we play like a local show and like at the end of 2021 when keepsakes came out just like yeah there was like people but like you know you, that was just like seemed like it was even like a, a smaller show like yeah. that, that would be like i bet like if you found played a show in like fucking arizona or like mm. even boston or like anything like that like it just seems like people in the states are down there like you guys kind of give a shit more <laughs> like, god damn just, right <laughs> it just seems like you guys give a shit more than like it, where i am in vancouver <laughs> it doesn't really it just i always thought that was like really cool like um mm. i would i remember being a kid i remember being a kid like a uh, 13 and like seeing videos of like the starting line or like yeah. like all these bands that were like um kind of kind of like when they were kids like playing shows like them all like playing like high school shows and like how how huge the crowds would be and like how much people seem to give a shit and then i'd be like fuck i wish that i could have like lived down there i wish that i could have like 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 been a been an artist growing up and like you know like like the east coast or like in philly or boston or like all these areas Mm. where people care about music well, the more of the story, more of the story. Vancouver just kind of fucking sucks. For, for, <laughs> that's that's really typical sucks. pop punk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But it's but, it's funny you say that because like Western Canada is like killing it right now. Like you, yeah. you Chief State Captains. Um, um, fuck. Why? Why can't I? Um, what the fuck? We just had them on, Steve. Fuck. Why can't I remember the name? <laughs> we literally we just, just had them had- on. Yeah. Not like the last Dylan. episode, right? Dylan from um Rest Easy. Rest Easy. Oh. Oh dude, yeah, Rest Easy's fucking awesome. Yeah, For sure. yeah, like 
there's all these bands that are coming out of like Vancouver and Edmonton and stuff. And it's like wild to hear you say that like the scene's not very big there. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, that's why bands keep happening. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're, they're just like, well, there's nothing here. Let's fucking create it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Or they're just like the people that do like this kind of music. They're just kind of like, I don't know. Let's try to, let's just try to make a band and, play elsewhere get the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs) it's like i mean i'm not trying to talk shit about where i live because i do love being in canada and i do love this city as like to to live but just like music wise it never really was like a never really like a happening place and but like even like i think it's just because it's just so far away from everything like you can't you know like at least when you're like toronto Mm-hmm. You can like go down to like Ottawa or Montreal. Or you can like true. hit to like Buffalo. You can easily go over there, and it's true. It's just a little bit. It's just a little bit better to be a band on the East Coast for sure, and that's why like I feel like a lot more bands are from the East Coast. Like you just whenever you hear a band from Canada, they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm from Toronto." Like it's just yeah. like <laughs> or Ontario. Like it's just a more commonplace. Yeah, yeah. I, I was explaining to my girlfriend that about. Well, my fiance, sorry, fiance. Kill me. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> um, that like Western Canada, it's like literally there'll be like Edmonton and then just like six hours of nothing. Yeah. And then Vancouver, six hours of nothing. And then Calgary. <laughs> like Yes. And then like East Coast is like everything's all crammed together. We're like you have oh, Toronto, yeah. Montreal, Ottawa, uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, that whole everything's like happening right there yeah exactly yeah (laughs) for 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 vancouver just like yeah nothing it's weird it's just like we're just kind of like in this little pocket and it's like you gotta it's like yeah you can head down to seattle but like that's still like you know three and a half for like about three and a half hours away and Mm -hmm. yeah seattle's it's like even even then it's still kind of a lot of bands are kind of so I've heard I don't know if it's like true but a lot of bands are like try not to really play the Pacific Northwest as much anymore because apparently the market isn't as good as it used to be and it's wow. kind of a waste so I've heard but That's like wild. I don't know Damn. I'm still I'm still seeing posters where people are going to like you know Portland and Seattle and I'm still seeing that now so I'm just like I don't know maybe that's not true I don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now, now, when you do get out of uh, and get to go play shows and tour and all that, like, I guess something I always ask everybody who comes on is, you know, when you're on stage performing, uh, you know, what's your mindset like? Are you like blacking out? Or are you just focusing on like one thing? Is there a million things going on? Like, what's your mindset on stage? That's, that's an interesting one. I think that like, it's like kind of a it's like a pilot mode I kind of go on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just like you're kind of in this state of flow or like what they kind of like to like how to say it. Like it's just kind of like, yeah, like I don't state. know. Yeah, you're just kind of like playing and then like I'm just kind of like doing what I always do. I just kind of get into like this like mode where yeah, I definitely don't like blackout because I can like remember everything, but like. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's more like a pilot mode where I just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to get in show mode, do what I do, and then like as soon as you're done, you know, tear down, 
everything's okay back to normal kind of thing yeah <laughs> yeah you just locked in no that makes sense yeah. man it's just coming from like um an outside pers- perspective and i'm sure like yeah. you've definitely been to concerts yourself like looking up uh, me and batch are always just like yo what are they thinking because this is wild we're like fucking in it we're fucking throwing hands we're fucking jumping up and singing like these yeah. dudes are like smiling on stage and just fucking jamming and it's like what the hell are they thinking dude and every every artist we ask that question to usually gives me a different answer yeah it's crazy you know you know there are there are moments though man like too where i can be like like even playing in boston knows like i remember being on stage and just being like fuck this is crazy like, if I, <laughs> you know, i'm like yeah dude i'm just i'm just like wow this like this is is this what it feels like when you quote unquote made it you know <laughs> like, yeah. you're like oh, that's cool you're like wow like this is crazy like i like it kind of like feel like like it's emotional in a way too like there's been moments mm-hmm. where like i've almost like cried playing a, a set because i'm just like wow <laughs> like um like if if um if if a 12 13 year old could see me now like yeah yeah yeah. wow like i'd probably make myself really proud you know and it's like almost like yeah it's it's very humbling and very (laughs) it's 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 crazy it makes me very happy when i think about it like that for sure dope man awesome dude yeah Yeah. we we have those moments too where like we'll be like sitting there like i think when we interviewed like maddie from a loss for words we were like if like 13 year old us could see us now like they'd be like holy shit dude <laughs> like yeah exactly it's just, it's just crazy um yeah like so what's been your favorite moment so far like in your in your music career like recording playing live shows like do you have like a favorite show or anything like what what's what's been like your favorite moment or like your your proudest moment um there's been a few now man like definitely a few like even the like i said the boston show was a huge one that one is definitely one of the newest ones that have been in the books (laughs) um just even just playing europe like going overseas that accomplishment Mm. of just doing that to play music to travel doing something like that because i never went overseas before in my life so for the the reason to go overseas uh to just play music doing it how was that that was, that was that like were they like insane over there like how was the response over there um i think that like you know it was a smaller tour because like mm-hmm. you know Corey and i are like we're obviously not huge artists so doing that like over there like there was still like like a, at least like at least 100 people a night some some random cities like fucking copenhagen there was like five people there but <laughs> copenhagen wow <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah like random like kind of just like way way out in the middle some yeah, some yeah. Area, like iffy but no that's tour you're gonna get that but mm-hmm. uh, it was still like generally like wild like i did not lose any money doing that like oh, i don't yeah, like to be able to, to have an accomplishment where it broke even, you know, that's that's huge. So, yeah, yeah. it was like cool to <laughs> just to go overseas and have fans there, you know, like even I think the yeah. biggest show, biggest show on that tour for me was Manchester in the UK. So mm. Manchester was a cool city. Like it was wild. Like that was a packed room, just 
playing an acoustic show, and that was that's so sick. So oh, that's so wild. cool. It was fucking so cool. It was a very intimate experience for sure. It was very very cool. I very happy I did that, and I think we're going back to Slam. We're going to go play the Slam Dunk Festival. Yeah. Um, in May and doing that as a full band. So. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a huge one to do. Yeah, that's gonna be wild, dude. That's awesome. Congrats on that. Yeah. That's fucking. That's dope. Big Thank congrats. You. We've Thank always you. wanted to go over to that. I think yeah. since like it started, we've always been because it's like for some reason, me and Steve talk about it all the time. We feel like the Europe stuff just goes way harder than like the American stuff or like the North American shit. Maybe like it, it feels like their shows are just way like their lineups are so much more wild than the ones here. Fuck, I don't know. I guess I don't. I always just felt like <laughs> maybe that's how Americans feel for the UK and that's how Canadians feel for the US. <laughs> I'm always like, well, we've talked about it with a few people. It's like, yo, they like a lot of these bands don't go to the UK that often. So when they do, yeah. it's like, let's just fucking stack it up. Go, we'll go there one time per year or something like that. Whereas like. We're spoiled, and we have all these bands from like Philly, Jersey, New York, Boston, yeah. California, right up the border in Canada. Like, I feel like that plays a big role in like them jumping over to those UK lineups. But goddamn, those lineups are fire, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, man. Like, uh, I, I'd say like I do know what you mean, though. But like the UK, like seeing those festivals, like Leeds Festival, and like all this yeah. kind of like crazy stuff or it just seems like people do kind of go ham there i um i guess i'm gonna find out I, yeah I right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll see I'll, I'll let you guys know if they go harder i don't know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah. see a post they go hard <laughs> yeah they go hard exactly yeah uk they go hard they go hard <laughs> <laughs> so hey man so what's it like being signed to pure noise and stuff Dude, it's it's great. They're an awesome label. I'd say that like fuck, I don't know. I think that they're like definitely like the the coolest label in the in the game right now. Like, mm-hmm. like the biggest too. The, Facts. Yep. I, I'd say them is like they're up there with like I, I'd say like the biggest, in my opinion, is like Epitaph. Epitaph mm-hmm. probably is like one of the they're huge, but um I'd say Pure Noise still like they're like the one that like have like there's lots of lots of good artists. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, I I think um it's been great. You know, I'm um happy to be doing another record with them, and they've been very helpful and they've helped the project out. You know, so oh, yeah. much. So yeah, it's been great. There was always they were always too like one of my favorite labels. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. like. If I was ever doing a, a project, I would love to be signed to Pure Noise, and then it happened. So I was like, <laughs> "That's wild." Yeah, Pure Noise was like, yeah, definitely they're they're fucking super super cool label for sure. Oh man, and uh, yeah. you're you're actually our first Pure Noise artist that we've had on. Oh hell yeah! That's so <laughs> there you go. We'll we'll send a trophy in the mail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Looking That's forward great. to it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what do you do other than music? Like, what are you into besides music? Like, you got to be into something else. Oh yeah, dude, I'm definitely. <laughs> We've seen I, the woodworking <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, that's I cool do, shit. Like, a, lot of, a lot of like wood sculptures. I do like a lot of like commission work where like I sell stuff for people. Like, I don't know, like cosplay shit. <laughs> it's like I'm into a lot oh, of that's dirty cool. stuff. 
I'm really into like video games. Um, I'm oh. like, I what love playing. Play? I mean, mostly like I play like a lot of Nintendo games. That's like always been my Switch. Gym. Oh yeah, I definitely got my Switch now, and yeah. I got like play a lot of Nintendo. I also like to play like a lot of like Call of Duty. Like, um, I play like the um zombie. Oh yeah, <laughs> same, um, same. The classic. Play. <laughs> That's fucking such such a fun game, man. I I never. Like I think I started playing it in like twenty over twenty twenty with my roommate and like we play like the mods like we yeah. like just download the maps off like I guess I think I don't know it's like maybe it's Steam I don't know what he does but like there's so many fucking funny maps and shit you could just do that people make for the zombie <laughs> that's dope. that's awesome so are you on PC or are you on console um we we used to play on the console but now we just moved over to the PC I guess and you could oh, just like. Dope. It's just so much better just because yeah. just so many fun maps you can just have and hilarious mods you can do. And yeah, it's a, it's a fun <laughs> game. It's so addictive. It's like, oh, definitely. Oh, it's such an addictive game. My God. <laughs> you can stay up <laughs> to like, like fucking 4 a.m. some nights, just like getting to like round like fucking 50. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite games. I also like like to play like a lot of like uh, Counter Strike as well. I love playing. Mm. Um, but I mean, like I've always had like the softest spot for uh, Nintendo because like I just grew up like yeah playing like a lot of like Legend of Zelda games and like a lot of like Super Mario games and um, Smash Bros and oh, hell Mario yeah. Kart. I mean, I still play Mario Kart on the Switch too. And yep. Yeah, I've just um I say other than that, just play music. I like to like woodwork, I like wood carving, I like um I don't know, I like uh I like working with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's like what I like to do. That's like no, my dope, jam. man. Yeah. That that must be good to like for like your mental health to like turn the brain off and just kinda like focus on yeah. like woodworking and shit and like doing your like making the figures and like Yeah, and, dude. The lettuce to our former cells plaques like those must, yeah, that was been so cool. Oh yeah, so sick. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a fun hobby for sure. It's fun to do. It's uh, yeah, it's it's definitely really good for the mental health. Like you're able to just kind of zone out and <laughs> honestly, I just listen to like a shit ton of podcasts while I'm working. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I yeah. do. What are some of your to- favorites? Man, I listen to like a lot of crime, a lot of horror, like Reddit mm-hmm. stories of like just like just like just fucked up shit that people have gone through. I just <laughs> yeah. like it's, like wild. <laughs> Honestly, like makes me like just self aware too. Just like whenever I'm like touring and stuff like that, if there's any fucking situations that seem pretty sus, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I listen to like a lot of like like you know like just just like a podcast called Let's Read. They're like a horror podcast. Um, they're like one of my favorite for sure. Um, cold cold cases or like case files. They oh yeah. Yep. Files is like a lot of good podcasts. Um, and just like honestly, just on like YouTube too. If I just like literally just search up just like scary Reddit stories, just like Reddit, like uh, <laughs> oh no, um, let's not meet. I like um, let's not meet for sure. They're they're a good one. So. All right basically just like i don't know it's just it's just interesting just to kind of just like just just hear around the world it's like 
what fucked up things have happened? <laughs> it's like hundred percent. Yeah, have, have you heard the yeah. stuff that's going on here about the the guy that um allegedly killed his wife on like New Year's Eve in in Boston? Yeah, I think I might have. That's that's fucked though. Jesus. Yeah, fuck. he like you haven't heard about it, Steve. You're looking. No, I heard him. No, I have. I only thing I heard about was the the woman that killed her kids in Duxbury oh, like two yeah. weeks ago. Which Jeez. is a town next to mine. What but... the fuck's going on down there? <laughs> well, the, this guy, like, I don't know what, what his deal was, but he was just like, he killed his wife. And then, like, he was Google, they were, like going through his Google search, and it was like, Oh, I did. How, I how did. How long does yeah. the body last? How long till yeah. the body decomposes? Like, oh! all sorts of crazy shit. I think I did hear about that, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I might have. Yeah, maybe. That's. Yeah, that is fucked up. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's like all this evidence for just like clear, <laughs> clearly did it. Yeah. yeah, there was no common sense in that. I'm just gonna best, look this up. The best one was he googled, "Can you be charged for murder with no body?" Oh my god! I was like, "Well, you're gonna find out." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the, what a dumbass! Like, like, right? like, yeah, look at that up. Fucking hell. Um, Damn, maybe the uh, yeah. podcast will start talking about that one then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but the the one Steve's talking about is fucking it's horrible. The the lady yeah, that, had that um, Yeah, she had really bad postpartum and was uh trying to get help and stuff and couldn't and um she convinced her husband that she was fine and he went out to get takeout and while he was out she killed all three of the kids and then tried to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That yeah, is awful. Oh fuck, man! Yeah, like strangled her kids to death. Jeez, my yeah. god! Fucking, why is it always in the states? I swear to God, I, you. I don't what know. the hell, man? Like, I, I swear to God, like, I just um don't hear about a lot of that stuff. Like, obviously, we do have some stuff in Canada, but like, I don't know. It's like the every story system, I hear, man. I yeah, it's got to be that. It's got to be that. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but. That's then again. Go go ahead. Then again, like you guys do have like a much larger population. Like Canada has as many people as there are in California. That's how many there are in all of Canada. So it's like, so it's like you got to think about it. It's like there's more people. There's got to be more. You know, yeah, problems with mental health. But like you guys said, like you know problems with the healthcare system like this the people need help but no one's getting help so you know it's it's so hard to get help for like anything like even even like addiction it's like you know yeah. it'll take you like four or five months to get into a, a rehab and that's with health insurance like yeah it's fucked yeah. Yeah, and it's like, what are you gonna do for that whole four months? Probably yeah. just keep fucking drinking. And doing yeah, drugs. yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> yeah. And then your exactly. health insurance doesn't cover most of the costs, and you don't have money to pay most of that. So then you opt out of it, and then you're back on the road. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's, just, it's it's a fucking sad, sad world we live in, man. It's fucking, it I is. hate it. it. Makes me so, it makes me more depressed when I think about it. It's fucked up. <laughs> Super fucked. Well, Sorry, we brought you down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's the way she goes. <laughs> it is. Um, all good. So who? So you obviously do all of the like lyric writing and stuff. Um, yeah. 
do you do you also do like most of the music or do you have like a band now that that you can like bounce ideas off of like how does that whole thing work um no i mean i've always just like wrote and wrote the music like i just kind of um program drums i've been i can drum um I'm yeah probably you drum fu- for you did you drum for captains once no i've not drummed for captains before but i mean like um I, I do play drums. I that was like what something that I was like really, really going for when I, when I was like twenty and twenty one. I was like I'll just maybe just be like a session drummer. Yeah, because there's music. Um, I'd probably be rusty as fuck if I was like behind a kit right now. But I mean, because um, <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, like I um, when I'm writing music, I just kind of like pick up my guitar or just plug into the interface and I just kind of come up with like. You know, I just write chords and like progressions and structure, and then I write like you know drums over that. So I just program drums because I just know how that kind of works. You know, like how a song yeah. structure go and how the drum drum pattern should kind of follow the you know follow guitar and yeah. But I mean, like um, you know, like when I was recording um, keepsakes. I kind of had all these songs already kind kind of written to go, and then um, who played bass on the last few tours? Tim Creviston. He kind of like um, you know, I sent him all the files for keepsakes, and then we kind of recorded vocals together, and he kind of helped produce. Like, oh, maybe you should do like um, harmonies here, you know, like like you mm-hmm. know, like because the letters I didn't really do many like harmony stuff, but I mean like, you know, like Tim would help me do like. You know, like maybe you could go change the vocal pattern doing something like this, you know, so there was some like production and like stuff with that. Um, with Birthright and Speaking in Tongues, like I recorded all those songs just with him in his studio. So like that was my first time kind of recording something just not by myself yeah. um, was with those. Um, but like I still like write like I come up, like I, I demo out everything myself still. And I write all the lyrics and everything. Um, for this next record though, I'm working with, uh, Anton DeLost. He did like the new arm's length record. He did. Nope. The new, he did, um, he's worked with like bearings. Lyric, and he did the ma- latest media parade record. Um, oh. Yeah, he did a lot. He did. He's, he's he's on the come up. He's done a lot of. He he worked with. He did all the Seaways stuff too. I'm pretty oh, sure. No, oh, that's dope. They're another yeah. Canadian band. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Anton. He's done like a lot of cool records. A lot of Canadian bands from um the East Coast. He's definitely worked with. Mm. So I'm excited. Um, I'm going down to L.A. to I think in april i think i'm going down there and that's when i'm gonna be recording the next record so no shit Ooh, hell yeah so i'll be oh like i'm sure he's gonna have like a lot of like production stuff that he might come up with you know, on the spot and like while we're recording so yeah i don't know i'm always into that kind of stuff but i mean i like to still you know like as a solo artist and do that stuff i've always been like i like to th- have that kind of control so yeah right and kind of do like a lot of because i mean that's 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 how i started i mean i kind of mm-hmm. started it's like this came out of my brain and well that's what works for you too yeah, yeah it's, it's what's working so um yeah it's like you know if i wanted to be in a project where i would be just collaborating with with a band i'd do it but 
that's not what I want to do. So yeah, you yeah, got yeah. your thing. Yeah. You got yeah. your thing, man. Exactly. You're like <laughs> Exactly. I got my thing and I'm just sticking to it. Keep it if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Yes, sir. You're like Dave yeah. Grohl. Just fucking doing yeah. it all yourself. Yeah, there you go. Fucking he's a fucking yeah, he's a legend. Legend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um yeah. yeah. So um do you do you mind if we get into like some lyrics and stuff? Yeah, dude. Of course. Okay, cool, cool. Uh Steve, you wanna go first? Because I know you kind of you 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 discovered Youth Fountain for us, so <sighs> yeah. I mean, dude, there's just so many songs that literally were everything. I um, I I don't know, I don't know. I just kind of like, I guess not to like dissect each lyric and stuff. I'll more ask like how like the song came about, and <laughs> that's kind of more the way I'll go with it. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, we got worried is probably my number one song I've ever will listen to from you as of right now um yeah yeah I, what what's behind worry man because this is the one song on top of other ones like deadlock blooms and stuff but like what was the story behind worried for that one i for that was one that like was a more newer song in like i guess 2018 because mm-hmm. i made i was just kind of like i have all these other songs but I also just wanted to write some new shit. So I came up with just, like, writing some chords, like, as I always do, just writing a structure of a song that I think sounds cool. And, um, yeah. And then um, I think, like, Cody and I, we were just, like, collaborating on some, like, lyrics in the beginning. Like, we were just kind of sitting around thinking of some, like, lyrics to put for that one. Uh, um it's, it's been a while. I can't really think about it. <laughs> yeah. It was just kind of like, I don't know. You just kind of come up with like how you're feeling and you just kind of put it on to, I don't know how I'm writing. How usually how I write like lyrics is like, I, I kind of like, I have, I, I always have the music done first. I don't really, oh, okay. write, I never, I just don't write songs where like I just come up with like like sometimes I'll like think of a cool word or I'll think of like a cool phrasing or I'll hear a cool phrasing in like a show or a movie and I'll write it down in like my 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 notes or whatever and just kind of mm-hmm. be like oh, maybe that could be like a cool thing in a song but usually like I'm always like um like I always like have the melodies and I kind of just like sing random shit like it just yep. mm- sense just gibberish a melody and then i just kind of turn that into words it's kind of weird it's very hard to explain how i write no i totally dude i totally get that yeah it's very strange but it's just like yeah i just kind of like you just kind of like singing those random shit (laughs) yeah dude hell yeah and you're like oh that kind of sounds like this word and i don't know you're just kind of like it's so weird it's so strange when i think about like writing songs but I think the thing that really sticks out to me most with that song is like after kind of coming up with like the hooks and everything, I remember just feeling really fucking depressed and obviously writing the ending. When I wrote that, I was just kind of like, Oh yeah. The ending of that song was just like, yeah, I was feeling, I was definitely going through it um, pretty bad. And I remember showing Cody, he was like, 
do you really want to put this in the song? <laughs> Are you all right, bud? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's why I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, no, definitely want to put it in. He's like, yeah. okay. He didn't really know. He's like, <laughs> I like, guess we're going uh, with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, the ending's, dude, I, I just wish I had something to live for. Like, yeah. I just wish I had something to live. Like, yeah. God damn, bro. Like, come out Not and say real. it. Why don't you? Shit. Yeah, dude. But that's why. Again, going back to like the beginning of the episode here, we were talking about how like powerful it is to just be so vulnerable and yet so like just no- like natural. Like this is just what comes natural to you and to not give a fuck and to express yourself. Like that's how I felt listening to this song was just like, yeah, dude, I feel these things. I'm not alone. He's making me feel like I'm not alone. When I'm sad, I can listen to this. Uh, when I'm happy, I can listen to this and and resonate with this because it's so fucking raw like raw is probably the best word for it because it is man it's just like what comes to your brain and so many people relate to it and it, oh, yeah. all the songs capture that but like this was the first song i want to say the first song i listened to from you and and it's just like the one song that i mean lots of songs help but man do that yeah it all makes sense <laughs> yeah dude yeah. it's just kind of like you said like it's just raw stuff coming from my brain i put it into a song you know i'm just like this is how i'm feeling okay i'm gonna take these words and just sing it you know yeah so, that's kind of yeah. just what yeah yeah I, I wanted to get into nosedive a little bit um yeah, yeah. especially that second verse uh will you say searching for something that could kill me quick give me oh, the yeah. antidote for the for the mess i'm in no um, guidance i'm lifeless and so headstrong help me find the yeah. difference in right and wrong like yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. verse is fucking like, mm-hmm. just like hell yeah, perfect dude. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those, a lot of the stuff is just kind of like, um, like sometimes you're just like kind of writing what would just like work and like what what could just kind of like go with it. And you're just like, I remember when I, uh, I, I was writing the ones, uh, I'll search for something to kill me quick. Give me an antidote for the mess I'm in. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I think it had good flow. It's it's so it's so kind of hard to dissect like lyrics. It's just kind of like when I was writing it at the time, I just kind of like like I said, it's just kind of like how how you're feeling, and you're mm-hmm. just thinking about rhymes. You're thinking about the way it flows, and you just um dig into it, and you just kind of go for it. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> that makes me happy. Dude, I don't absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah i um it's just it's just like honestly like the way of all the lyrics the way they are it's just like, I, it's so hard to kind of like really explain where they where they're coming from at least the ones that are just like clearly just about just like feeling like shit you know like mm-hmm. it's just yeah that's yeah. literally all it is it's just like I want to. I just don't want to live anymore. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a song because if I don't write a song, I will fucking kill myself. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. That yeah. that is the way it's feeling for sure. That's that's where those words stem from. Is just those feelings. Well, it's beautiful. You have that outlet. Is there yeah. a song that? I mean, you don't seem like you're the type of person that would there be a song like that, like surprises you in the sense of like is there a song that like people liked a lot more than others that you were like holy shit or is there like all your music just like in the sense of like like yeah fuck with that song i'm glad that one hit hard but 
You know, it's it's actually kind of funny when you guys talk about worried. I've originally, um, originally that one was probably because, like, I remember with worried, I wasn't really too sure about it too because I remember like you bring up the fact we like it just sounds like, like, is the ending too personal? Like, is it too like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, are people gonna like it? And yeah, people really liked that one. That one yeah. really. hit um that one definitely really hit for sure people like that one a lot so i think that was a little bit of a surprise because just because how personal the ending is and how um, true yeah but yeah got a catchy hook and it's like you know like i'm just so worried kind of thing is kind of catchy and it's it's got a good hook so i think um that makes sense there but um i think like i'm trying to think of other ones like that are kind of a surprise for me not not too much. Like I feel like the ones that like usually have been singles uh, always yeah. did. Well. Um, I'm surprised that like um, some of the some of the some of the covers that I did recently <laughs> did, did as well as they did. <laughs> like, I was gonna <laughs> say, dude, you've been killing it with those oh, things, yeah, dude. For sure. I was very, I was very shocked at like, fuck. I remember some people like when I did the Charlie Puth light switch cover, like people. Think that's, <laughs> All right. fucking, yeah. Can I just say? I didn't know that wasn't that was a cover. Oh good god, yeah, I know. My I guy, would... I listened to it and I was like, "Yo, Tyler's fucking like, killing it." <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I forget, I heard someone else do a version of it, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird, dude." Like, like someone's covering this song, and then I'm like, "I'm a fucking dumbass, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Gets over there, all, he's like, "Wow, your song's really fucking taking off." <laughs> yeah, dude. I really genuinely did. I was like, "Wow." <laughs> All right. Well, I figured it out, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the key is making fucking. Oh god! Like I hate, I hate recording that. I just I felt so cringy doing those lyrics and like everything that's about. I was like, well, you know what? That's what people, people, the general population like shit like that though. You know, they they yeah. like poppy songs that are just like fucking just sexual songs. I was like, well, yeah, people, dude. You know, like, <laughs> Here I am, like, damn, Tyler's changing it up. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I um, it was just like the the label wanted us to like want want to just like do something that was like, you know, TikTok popular because that's like, yeah. no, yeah, you know, that's that's where the fucking music industry is going. It's just all on TikTok, and this is like social media. I kind of, I, I fucking hate like how uh, that's how people are finding music now. It's just all through TikTok. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, I did not sign up to be an influencer. You know, I did not. I, <laughs> yeah, wanted, yeah. I just want to write music. I don't want to be like talking to the camera all fucking day and showcasing my life all the time. Like, that's not, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, the moment, the moment. <laughs> The moment making art, like the words making art became making content is when it died, you know, like that is not, that's not what, that's not what like, you know, making art is supposed to be like, it's not about content. It's about, in my opinion, it's about like, it should be something passionate, like from your heart, you know, like how you're, Mm -hmm. you know, an expression of, of your soul. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. You're not wrong. That's not really what it is anymore. It's just like. 
it just seems like things are kind of, kind of becoming super shallow and just people just want like shit fed to them even if it's bad you know mm-hmm. like, right <laughs> but um yeah. i don't know i'm really happy people like uh the light switch cover there you go <laughs> no it's good man well how how was um how did you do the net never get over you the www oh, prozac cover I like how, that, one. that one's because, great <laughs> that one's my fucking favorite just because that I actually covered that song like a long time ago on my YouTube channel and oh, no my shit. bass player my bass player first heard and he's like, Yo man, we gotta do like we gotta record this, re record it someday. I wanna like do like a new version with you and make it like super crisp and super good and man, that's been in the works since like fuck God twenty seventeen, like thinking about mm-hmm. doing that. So like it took so long just to be like finally doing it. But um yeah, um, Prozac was like this, like, they're like the Canadian gorillas. That's how I put them. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like the band, the gorillas, but like way less popular. So yeah. like, that's like what they were in the nine, like late nineties, early two thousands. And I like girl watching, like, I don't know. You guys probably didn't have it. It was like much music in Canada. It's, I guess it's like MTV, but just like Canadian. So we got yeah. much music. And I remember just like, being a kid hearing like that fucking song that this like cartoon pop band that was like the band aqua like super dancey shit i was like (laughs) yep this this is fucking sick i love this this sounds dope and i don't know as it got older i just remember that band i was like remember going back to it and be like fuck it'd be crazy to just like make a really like like a like a punk cover like a pop punk cover of this song just because like the structure wise and everything about it just could be just a pop punk song it totally could just be like it's yeah about like you know feeling heartbroken oh it is now (laughs) yeah it's just about like i don't know i just loved it and then i'm happy that i got to you know put it out like you know professionally this time and it's just like yeah i fucking love that song i love and I'm, i'm happy that i was able to do a new cover of it for sure dude it was so fun to listen to i was literally in (laughs) so much joy and like i didn't i didn't grow up on that band but i looked into that band and stuff and like it just the the cartoon style reminded me of like the magic school bus i used to watch that as a kid (laughs) very yeah yeah dude see very i was like all right cool (laughs) yeah it's one of those things i don't know it's just nostalgia for me it was yeah just do it and i'm that's uh, fun dude yeah dude. <laughs> that's so cool i mean that's that's part of the reason about just like why also why i play music is because it's supposed to be fucking fun i'm supposed to be having a good Facts. time right yeah exactly so i think part of like what draws me and steve into like you and like your music and stuff is your vocals the way you like <laughs> yeah. si- the way you sing things and the oh, way you yeah. scream like the outro to blooms is like yeah. a- it's i think me and steve both listened to it and we were like holy shit like it's like it's like the ending of um old wounds by belmont okay yeah like you know it's just it just like hits like that where it's like okay he fucking gets it like because who hasn't sat there and screamed something like that about themselves you know what i mean so yeah, like exactly. that that ending is just like so relatable and just like so great um and then i love how you sampled bill nye oh yeah dude yeah that was <laughs> that, the that's such a good quote too no totally i mean while i was writing that song um yeah i was just like always on youtube just like looking up just like i was just on this channel where i got from was like this youtube video called um 
like thoughts on mortality because mm-hmm. I, I was like always watching this channel they're called big think on youtube and okay man i don't know like i definitely i still go through it all the fucking time but that song is just essentially i just wrote because i was just having so much existential dread just thinking about how it's like man what is the fucking point of being alive like i you know i you're you're here and then you're fucking gone like you're just like this is everything yeah. seems so fucking meaningless and you're just like don't know and i just feel so vulnerable and scared thinking about how just like like wow you know like life is fucked you're just kind of you're alive and and then, like, why why are you alive? You're just going to fucking die. And you're just like, what is the point of life? <laughs> because, like, you know, I, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not religious. I don't believe in any of that shit. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. right. even though you know, I grew up religious. So um, I don't know what you guys are. I don't want to, you know. No, 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 no. I grew up going <laughs> yeah. into a church until I was, like, six or seven. And then my mom was like, we're not fucking doing this anymore. So, yeah, my mom yeah. gave up on that. Yeah, it's just kind of like, Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I was raised that. And, um, you know, as you grow up, you're just kind of like, wait, this is bullshit. This, <laughs> this is yeah. fucked. Oh, so you're yeah. just like, like brainwashing. So yep. I don't know. And then you're just kind of thinking about, you know, your own mortality. And as I got older, I was just like, fuck, man. Like, <laughs> it's just terrifying thinking about yeah. it. Like, you know, like, yeah, man. You're just like, like here, like floating around, bumping into each other. And then like, yeah. You're just and you're just like, what's it all for? What the fuck is what why like why 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 am i me you know like why yeah, am dude. i alive yeah. it's so fucked you're just like god damn it like weird um i don't know that's just like why i put that quote in there it's just because that's like how i was feeling at the time which is like a lot of existential dread just being like god i it's such a such a hard thing to try to describe and uh mm-hmm. that's kind of why i wrote the song because just because like i'm just like i'm gonna write a song about my own mortality <laughs> like that's yeah, yeah. or that no. kind of stem and I, I just love the ending of that quote where it's like you don't have to be perfect you just have to be good enough like yeah yeah like, like that that's like super relatable and then when you talk about like you know your own mortality and like why we're even here it's like you know everyone's like striving to be like this perfect version of themselves and it's like yes just like relax like you don't have to be perfect like just be good enough like that's it yeah yeah no um i'm uh i'm stoked that you kind of recognize that because that's definitely yeah (laughs) definitely that that's that's awesome uh makes me makes me happy that like yeah (laughs) it's 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 cool that people recognize that shit because uh it just it makes me feel connected that you're like you know other people you know you feel like a little less alone you feel like a less Mm yeah i think that's the beautiful thing about like your music man is like in pop punk music in general like we could go through a million bands but like it it makes people like me and steve and like people like you like not when we're in like that depressive state and we're just like in our own little zone it's like we put on like a story so far record or a youth fountain record or like a captain's record and we're like okay these guys get it like i'm not alone when no one else seems to get it like you guys get it yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, for sure. Abs- absolutely. Got um, another one? What? You got another one, Steve? I got my a big one, the normal oh, one. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Oh, go ahead. What? <laughs> no, that was it. I just have that oh, normal okay. one. I always ask. Yeah. Um, and then real, I just really quick wanted to get into Deadlocked because that's like, that's the song I I like the first song I heard from you and like it was like life changing for me uh, because I was right in the middle of like me kind of starting to get sober and like deal with like not drinking anymore and that second verse when you say at the end um, there's a hole in my head and a hole in my chest that can't be soothed by any bottle or sedative I was like I broke down like I was like oh my god like this is this is me like this is it yeah, dude. Um, fuck. When I was writing that song, it started off just acoustic demo. Um, I was just, dude. I was just like fucking drinking every every day. Just like, yep. I was, I was, I think I was like nineteen. Um, and you were yeah, nineteen I, when you wrote this. Yeah, dude. I think Holy it was like nineteen. Shit, dude. Or, or, That's or, what I'm saying, man. Or, or yeah, it was right after high school. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um damn dude yeah it was that was that was that was like one of my first songs i remember writing where i was like pretty pretty fucked up just like thinking about i was super depressed right in the way and that song definitely showcases that that was that was that's yeah. a that's a dark song and in, in, on my end when i was writing that one for sure and everything was just everything in my life was fucked up but um yeah it just started off as just like a as just like a acoustic demo i still got it one one day i think it'd be cool depending on like you know where things go with the projects and everything i think it'd be cool to like release like a a super like crazy like deluxe like big like like side compilation of just like all these like old demos and like shit that like you know oh yeah go ahead now yeah i think that'd be cool i hopefully one day i can like put all these like old like things the collection of just like yeah i don't know i even just like put on the covers like put on like all these like just like bonus fun stuff just so people like collector nerds and stuff can like listen to hell yeah oh yeah we'd be all over that for sure yeah yeah that should be cool um yeah but um yeah that one uh again like i i i other than just feeling like complete shit, that's just where I was when I was writing that song. That's that's where that. Well, you, did, you did an amazing job, man. Because that yeah. that even the chorus is like, oh. yeah, it, these lyrics are dark, but this chorus is fucking like catchy as fuck. Like just the way you sing it, your voice in it is like fucking so cool, man. People say you just gotta try and move on, but these concrete <laughs> shoes that I'm wearing and overbearing these days, I can't stop wishing my life away. Is there anybody out there who can fix me? Like, bro. Come on, yeah. man. Just yeah, was- gotta try and move on. <laughs> like, yo, that's so sick. So dope, dude. <laughs> so fucking yeah. dope. Yeah, I was, that's I was cool, brother. <laughs> I was really just, stoked on that one, for sure. And then the outro, like, really got me, too, when you were like, I couldn't fix me, you couldn't fix me, they couldn't fix me, I'm the only one who could fix me. Like, yeah. that one, like, really, I was like, it, he gets it. Like, it's it's so true, like. When you're in that, like you're the only one who can do it. No one else can do it for you. I know it's literally that's just the way it is. Like, like it's just like no matter what you do, no matter how much fucking advice you can get from so many people, no matter what fucking doctors you go to, what family you go to, what fucking friends you talk to, no matter like like anyone could just like give you some advice, but it's just like you are the only fucking one that could yep. just yep. just decide to do it. 
decide to do or try to take the initiative to to make things happen and to to change your life a little bit like it's just all ultimately got to be up to you so um yeah that's where that all is from you know yeah hell yeah well thank you for that man like that that song fucking saved my life dude like yeah i don't know where i'd be like you know songs like that and like captain's wasted and like there's other ones like story so far songs from proper dose and stuff that like if I'm like feeling a certain way about like drinking again or something, like I'll just throw on that and it's like, okay, we're good. We got this. Like, yeah, it's, it's um, man. yeah, it's a heavy one for sure. You know, like um, addiction is definitely something that's run in my family. Yep. And um, it's tough. It's, it's really, really tough. And um, that's again, where that song kind of all stems from is just like all the shit that I, you know, kind of went through growing up as a kid and everything and mm. it's a dark song it's a really dark song but um i'm it's having people like you that it helps and that's 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 what music's all about man that's Hell beautiful yeah, sure so, so are you sober yeah i mean i i think with with me having like it's it's so tough man like fucking mm. It, being like touring and shit like that like it is so so hard to not want to like smoke or drink or like any of that kind of shit um yeah just because you're around it all the fucking time like everyone around you is just like here's a beer here's 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 drinks and you're just like it's free and you're just like it's so hard not to just like indulge and also when everyone else is fucking drunk and you're sober you don't want to mm, be around right, yeah yeah even, like man even like fucking dude like i can't even really like be around many people when i'm sober i can't do it yes sir preach preach i can't do it i just i'm so i gotta be drinking i gotta have a buzz going on and it's just it's it's tough man like uh, but um i don't know i think that like as i've gotten older i've definitely been able to just like kind of i can control that kind of stuff like i I don't drink at all, really. When I'm I'm home, right? I front like I've like years ago. There would be points where I was just like almost just drinking every every day. But again, mm-hmm. I feel like it was just because I was in such a dark place. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know when I'm able to pull myself out of that. Um, I can at least kind of just like stop. Like I don't really feel. Thankfully, I don't really feel the pull for being like i need a drink i need to do this like i feel like what i feel like genuinely what i feel like absolutely addicted to is like like nicotine for sure like nicotine is is a bad (laughs) one nicotine is like that thing that'll (laughs) fuck me up man like i i'm thankfully haven't i've been i haven't been like vaping or smoking or anything like that for I guess two months now and um good man that's awesome yeah i i don't know it's like it's tough because i still can be like fuck i just want to have like a head so bad yeah. it, like that release in the brain you're just like my god everything feels fine but like after that you're just like okay well i need it again and then i need it again and i need it mm-hmm. again it just, like doesn't stop and you're just like i hate that feeling of being like dependent on like just this thing where you're just like i need this thing to to yeah. feel okay but I definitely feel that way with coffee too. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> oh I, man, I, yeah, yeah, that's a big one. 
I need caffeine, man. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to quit that. I, but I guess there's worse things you could be addicted to. Like, like, but caffeine's a bad one, man. Like, um, I fucking drink so much coffee. It's insane. But I'm um, drinking one now. It's great. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. Um, as soon as we're done this podcast, that's what I'm going to do. I, I, <laughs> Get coffee. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I need my coffee so bad. But, um, um, yeah, thankfully with with alcohol though, like I'm I'm happy I can I can kind of control that though. I yeah. I I mean, you know, who the fuck knows, you know, maybe shit in my life will get worse, maybe I won't be able to, but when I'm older, I don't know, but uh as as far as it is right now, like um I I haven't been drinking for a while like I it's ever probably since after the fucking 4 year strong tour, <laughs> like after that oh, I was just kind of like, it was it was hard when you're touring, definitely. But when I'm home and I'm working, I'm able to kind of just like not like I don't really want to have any drinks or do anything like that. But um, yeah, I'm 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 doing fine in that in that sense. There's like no Good. been no problems with that. I mean, I'll knock on wood for that. But you know, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's shit's scary, man. Shit's it like that. It, that shit's a path you don't want to go down for sure. No, it is not. Absolutely no. not. No, definitely not. Pat, yeah. you got anything else? No, it's up. It's time for your. <gasps> oh wait, I'll ask mine. My normal. Oh, okay one. then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um. So we ask this a lot. Um. Kind of a fun one. And then we'll hit you with a serious one. But yeah. um, who would be on your Mount Rushmore pop punk? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. That's, yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Man, that's hilarious. My, okay. I'd say. Okay. That's a really good one. Okay. I'd say Soupy, the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. I'd say Soupy for sure would be in there. How many are there? Is there four? Four. Four. Yeah. Four? four. Okay. Soupy. Um I guess Buddy from Census Fail. Okay. okay. They have I think um Like I wanna say Tom DeLong, but also I don't. <laughs> like I don't do it. Like, do it. I love him. <laughs> I know, but like <laughs> Like I want to say, like maybe like two thousand three, Tom DeLonge. <laughs> like maybe there, like, there. I'll give you that, brother. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, maybe like when he was like younger. I don't know. Like me, I guess. Like I guess him, and like, um, God, I gotta think of this last one. Make it a good one. <laughs> Let's say Roger Lima from Less Than Jake. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's dope, dude. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they gotta fucking, they gotta like uh, carve his dreadlocks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh god, that'd be awesome. You know what we should do, batch? We should find somebody who can actually create like the rocks. Yeah, and, like fucking for every episode, we just post it. Like yeah, Tyler's yeah. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's too. Tom with like the little emo wave. Yeah, kind of yeah, dude. On. A little lip yeah. piercing shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, we got to find an artist that could do that. We do that every interview. That's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's so, been like the what's been the best one? Do you think that's like somebody? Has anybody anyone uh, says 
you guys. I want to know now what's been a funny one. Damn. Uh God. We get a lot uh, of the same ones. Yeah, a lot Maybe, of a lot of Green Day, a lot of Blink. Um Parker Cannon. Yeah, okay, Parker yeah, Cannon. Yeah. Uh you're the first one who said soupy. Yeah, oh, that shit. is a first. Um I'm guessing I'm the first one that said less than Jake. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad uh, way, but definitely. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we just interviewed this band from um Missouri? St. Louis. Yeah, they, they were like 20-year-old kids, and theirs was like a couple bands. We were like, what the fuck is that? Like We were like, what <laughs> the hell is that? Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> the only one we and, knew, I think, was Belmont. That was the only one. Yeah, that was oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I they, can't like recall any ones that like were like. I mean, if I go back and listen, but I can't. Nothing's like stuck out where it was like, "Holy fuck, that is hilarious!" or "Fucking just out of the blue." I mean, there's been a lot of like <laughs> just the normals. I feel, but like someone put Michael Jackson on theirs. I think yeah, it Fox, was really. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I mean, that's awesome. I loved his music. Oh, you know what? It was. Um, it it was. Um, Colin from Promise Game. Oh, Michael okay. Jackson. Was on hey, his. That was a, good a pretty one. good one. Yeah, that was a cool one. But that was good. Yeah, I was gonna say, I guess like do a funny one where one is just like Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we have yet That's to get dope. a Machine Gun Kelly. Like, I think yeah. if someone ever says Machine Gun Kelly, that their interviews they're... getting deleted and they're done. Yes, like... <laughs> absolutely. God, man, I don't know. I hate to talk shit about other artists and stuff like that, but like, my God. <laughs> It's just like Sorry, I can see why people. Podcast. Yeah, I see why people like them. I can understand that. Like, it's I get that, but also I'm just like it's not my thing. I, I don't no. know. It's not our thing either, <laughs> yeah. man. No, yeah, me. yeah, we've had several discussions and conversations. We just leave it at that. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it is. It's what it uh, is. Sure. All right, last one. Uh, last one. I ask all our artists. Um, I have a good idea what your answer is going to be. Uh, so I collectively ask every artist, um, you know, mental health's a big thing for everybody. Mental health's a big thing for this podcast. It's half of what makes us do this podcast. It's, it's very important to us. And I'm kind of looking to ask you, you know, what are some tools that you can give some people that help you get through your day as far as like, you know, whether you're sad, depression, suicidal, maybe you're just having a, you know, a day where, you know, you got yelled at by your boss or something. What are some things that you use that other people could take from? fuck man like it's it's that's that's a big one for sure like there's so many different the coping mechanisms that could be used i think like what i find that helps me but is not always something like other people can rely on is like you know i got my roommate he's been my best friend for a long time like i have like a really close friend i could talk to about stuff i like we can joke around and like just like i have i have one really really close friend um you know that's always been able to to help me and like help go through like a lot of shit i you know obviously writing music um is like a, having some sort of like an artistic outlet that's not a negative one where you know you just resort to just drinking or doing that kind of stuff like that can always help but it's tough because too with, with that kind of stuff like even i gotta be in the right mindset too where i even want to write it's 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 tough like i think even like just like sometimes i just like kind of vibe out and just listen to podcasts while i'm like like doing work and stuff like that and like i work alone and i don't know like it's like an artistic kind of thing like you said like we were talking about earlier where um 
you know, like I'm able to just like zone out and like create like like wood sculptures and just kind of do something like I don't know if you even just get into like painting or just do something where where you're just kind of like able to just kind of get into that state of like 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 flow where you're just kind of able to to escape in a way even like man even just like watching watching a fucking show just watching a movie yeah putting it up while like while like i'm like working to or just like just doing stuff for if you're feeling like shit some sort of form of escapism where <laughs> that it's not right that it's that it's not just like gonna do damage to your body you know like yeah anything like that man like fucking i sometimes i watch like self-help youtube videos where like about advice on life or anything like man just taking a fucking walk like going outside just and trying if it's a decent day just take getting like fucking 15 minutes of just sunlight outside just walking around the block i don't know just like just anything that's just like like that like there's some some sort of positive kind of way to clear your head a little bit um man like i don't know like uh i think off the top of my head those are those are big ones for me um i just at least having just like you know even if you if you don't have a close friend like someone in your family or anything like you can just like talk to even just like having even if you have no one to talk to i don't know maybe go on like online forums or something like i don't know Mm -hmm. like yeah i think having someone to talk to is is a big one you gotta have like something sometimes where you just need to just kind of let things out sometimes because if you just keep it all inside like man you just you go crazy (laughs) you really you really go crazy if you just keep it all inside yeah, yeah, beautiful sure. man. That's that's great advice. Yeah, well said. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, yeah. With with that being said, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> with that being said, man. Um, a few more last things. They're not so much questions. It's more like uh, just kind of you know plug your shit. Let everyone know where they where they can you know find you know youth out and yeah. stuff and all that stuff and. Yeah, definitely. Um, fucking check check, check me out on TikTok. Let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that's what people want. That's what all people are on these days. I guess is TikTok. So yeah, check me out on TikTok. Um, uh, MySpace, uh, LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> yo relax <laughs> <laughs> um you My know fucking instagram you found music um what's i guess do people still use facebook <laughs> I, I deleted I, that i don't know yeah i do i but... feel like i feel like so many people are like getting off facebook now but i guess still on facebook um twitter you know twitter's a good yep. one Youth found you just gotta look up you found you know music yeah, or or just youth found. I'm sure you'll find either me or yeah, some other fucking bullshit fake youth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So man, yeah. and then um, you, I have a, yeah, sorry, I have a, go ahead, quick. Um, yeah, do you sell like the little wood sculptures and stuff you make, or or do you just oh, make yeah. them for you? Oh, okay. No, yeah, place... no, that's like my job for sure. That's like a little. I like do that. We'll yeah, plug that I just, too. I, 
Yeah, no, um, yeah, if you check out um, my Etsy shop, Legend of Xanon, you can, like, you know, pick up some, like, wood sculptures of just, like, you know, even, like, if you're a Zelda fan, or if even if you just want to commission me to make you something, like, fucking, I'll always be up to make, you know, whatever you want me to make you. <laughs> I just like making shit, so, um, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know. Check out my um, Etsy page, that'd be sweet. Thanks for uh, remembering that. Yeah, <laughs> that no worries, man, that's dope. Of Hell yeah. yeah all right yeah then um yeah and then uh last two things uh that i'm already forgetting as i'm speaking um (laughs) oh yeah oh so we always go out with the song of the artist um and we like to have the artist pick what's the song we should go out with by you uh for youth phone yeah uh let's do speaking in tongues that the latest all right all right Hey man, from the bottom of our house, I yeah, the bottom of my so house. Much, wow, dude. that didn't make sense. <laughs> now oh, I'm good. fucking up. From the bottom of our hearts, dude. <laughs> um, hey, uh, we're super proud of you, man. Yeah. Uh, how you. far you've come, I'm glad you're still here with us on this planet. Uh, whatever life is to bring to us, I'm glad that you're still living and and what you're doing for others is is uh is fucking impeccable, man. So I'm proud of you and uh and keep going and and thank you for everything you've done for not only us yourself and for others. Thank you so fucking much, you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank th- for thanks for taking the time, man. Really appreciate it. This has been awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks again, guys. Yes, uh, sir. Awesome. Well, uh, right, enjoy bro. the rest of your day. I'm going to go you have too. a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy, bro. Enjoy. We'll talk <laughs> yeah. to you soon. All right, buddy. All right, Peace, bye. guys. Bye. Damn. That was fun. That was absolute like... Uh, okay God. that was probably one of the best if not the best interviews we've ever had yeah that was a fucking I have, great one. i have to say that was so fun so amazing dude Just so <laughs> thanks <amazing>. tyler <laughs> yeah thank you so much man like that 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 was awesome like it's been a long time coming trying to get him on the podcast and i know finally finally we were able to and like we got just, the white whale <laughs> yeah just like the nicest dude ever man like yeah so awesome so can't can't thank him enough for taking the time to come on here and yep and be so open with us about just everything we asked him he was just like you know super open super honest and then yeah getting into songs with him and stuff and how he open he was about that and how detailed he was it was yeah and i like how he is like he's so open whereas like oh like we're talking about lyrics and he'd be like dude i don't know that's like those are what that's what I was that's the inspiration the that's it yeah. like there's there's not much more to dissect you know like as far as that that's just how i was feeling so like because i feel like he uses all those words that that's why it's so real yeah. whereas like a lot of bands will use like you know examples cliche words cliche words analogies and we'll be like well what does it mean when you say like you enter the door and leave the door and then they'll break it down like oh that means this and he's just like no like i'm fucking sad i want to die like yeah. he's like what is the meaning so, of life like what's yeah. the point <laughs> Like, yeah, it's just cool. Like, I hope you guys really enjoyed that, like, as much as we did. And, like, mm-hmm. definitely go spin Youth Fountain. Um, Tao is the man. And, uh, absolutely, you know, he's helped us out so much. And, like, you know, he's just the best. It's just, like, literally one of the best artists I think we've discovered through this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, just amazing. Um, and really appreciate again i said i'll say it again like i really appreciate him coming on and taking the time to talk with us Mm -hmm. and everything like that so 
Go listen to Youth Fountain and uh, go check out his Etsy shop and buy some woodworking stuff from him. Little figures, little figures. Yeah, we should get an empty space one. We should. We should get like a little. Yeah, we should get like a little empty space uh, wood wood thing from him, like a little plaque. Yeah. That'd be for, so sick for the studio. That'd be so sick. It would be. Dope, man. Yeah. So um, that's all I got. I don't know if you have anything else. Is, was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Um, uh, not that I know of. I'm a little flabbergasted of how awesome that was. So yeah, I mean, I uh, oh, I skated. You did skate. Yeah, finally out of retirement. Yep. Um, last night. It was good, man. I don't know how it felt. This morning, like, ready to go again. Like I was like, oh yeah, we're back. Like we're back in this shit. Like, I guess um, itch. yeah, Medeiros has an hour at there. On Friday nights. Oh, dope. He was, he was telling me about, so I'll have to hit him up. Um, you know, that Thursday, that was a good skate last night, man. It was cool. That's good, man. Yeah, it was uh, nice seeing people I haven't seen in a few years, and they were like, holy shit, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the ha- hands were made of cement. Um, felt like I had cement in my skates, but <laughs> it was uh, it was good to get back out there, man. And, uh hour like an hour and a half of uh skating dude it was a good time how was it when your uh skates hit the ice i was like oh my god like it was like that's when all the noise goes away (laughs) yeah dude it was literally like that like i heard all this stuff and then like like just like this white noise and then i got out there and it was just like silence dude it was like just and i was like I don't know. The first time I shot a puck, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is fucking. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And then, like, um, just, like, getting the hands going and, like, moving around and, like, like, I I, I scored on my first shot. Yep. I was like, oh, okay. Like, we can still, like, we still remember how to do that. All right, we're back. Like, you know, just stupid pickup. It didn't matter or anything, like. I mean, nothing really matters anymore, but, like, it was just cool to, like, you know, toe-drag someone and, like, yeah. hear, like, the people go, like, ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. And then, like, just, like, do stuff and people be like, you haven't skated in two years? And I'm like, yeah, no, I haven't. And they were just like, it does not look <laughs> like that. And, mm-hmm. like, I was like, well, it certainly feels that way. Like, my knee is not happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was it was cool, man. It was it was a good, it was a great time. And uh, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy, man. Hopefully, I can get back out there next week and uh, maybe a couple more times during the week. I'll find something. Maybe uh, maybe I'll hit up Medeiros and skate with him tomorrow uh, tonight. But nice. I don't know. Maybe next week we can hit that up. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for you, man. I know it's been a long time coming, and yeah. I know it's hard when I talk about hockey every week, and you're like, "Yeah, dude, I know you're super supportive, but I know that I'm you're like, probably like, fuck, I want to get out there.'" And then every month, it's like, "I'm getting my skates. This is it. I'm doing it, or not my skates. Get my bag ready." And I know, like, for the last two years, I've talked about playing hockey, and then I know that's got to feel like, "Fuck, I got to get out there." And you finally yeah. did it. I'm just so proud of you and happy for you to finally be out there and. And, uh, yeah, I just like I feel like so much like lighter and just like yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I feel like depression was starting to creep in, and I I just was like, like, the bike was doing it a little bit and, like, everything like that. But then, like, I, like, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, I think I did it. Yeah, yesterday or Tuesday or Wednesday, I just was like, I went down the ride to bike, and I was like, looked at my hockey stuff, and I was like, we're doing it. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck it, we're doing it." I'm, I'm cleaning it all off, and we're, we're going for it. So, yeah, I washed all the shit. I uh, cleaned it all up and threw it all in the bag, and then was like, "I gotta get my skate shop." And then like, hey, it was so weird. Like last night before I left, I went to Pure Hockey and like, was like, "Oh my god, I haven't been in Pure Hockey in like three years. Like this is mm-hmm. wild." And then. Just the feeling of like tying my skates up. I like tied them too tight at first. I had to undo them, and I was like, I haven't yep. tied my skates in so long. I don't remember like how I used to do it. Cause, <laughs> like I don't know how you tie them, but like if I I'm tie tight them, on the bottom, loose in the middle, tight on the top. Oh, okay, I'm like That's loose how I do it. all the way to like the last three X's. Yep. Like I don't if I tie them too tight on the bottom, my feet. Like they hurt wicked bad, so I like have them loose on the bottom and then super tight at at the top. But I tied them too tight because I was nervous. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to untie them and then tie them back up. And like Medeiros was sitting next to me and he's like, "Do you forget how to tie those?" <laughs> yeah, like, yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. "Yeah." And then just like putting the the baby shampoo on my thing on my mm-hmm. on my visor and shit. Like I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. The smell, just everything about it. I was like, this is like, this is home. Like, I love this. Like, that's awesome. And I kind of lost that and like forgot about it. And then just being out there again and like feeling the puck on your stick and like passing it and shooting it and just the sound of skating. Oh, yeah. I like forgot all about it. And like, I would catch myself like midway through, like I'd be stick handling and I'd be like, oh my God, I love that sound. Oh, like, yeah, dude. I lose the puck or like, I'd be skating and I'd be like, oh my God, I love this sound. And I'm like, you know, a few, I like teared up a few times, man. Like I was like, this is like, I love this. I forgot how much I love this. Like it was, it's just, it was awesome, man. I had a great it's time. Good. And uh, I'm definitely going to be doing it more often now for sure. Good. That's yeah, what I like to hear. Definitely not going to be a once a week thing. Sorry, Tori, but <laughs> I got to, you know, I got to get back into it again. Like, I, I just love doing pickups. Like, I hate the league thing. Like, I realized, like, I'm like, I'm all set with this league shit. Like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to do fucking uh, pickup hours and stuff. Because you're not, like, committed to it. And you're not, like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So. And you don't have to deal with fucking dickheads, really. You know, if mm-hmm. there's a dickhead, someone will say something. But, yeah. Where'd you skate last night? I skated at the, um, Pat Tracy hit me up. Oh, yeah. And remember the little rink in Stoughton? Yeah. Yeah, so he hit me up, and I guess he's renting that out now. On Thursdays? On Thursday nights, yeah. Ooh, I might so, just... So mm. I, I swung by, picked up Cam, because I already knew you were going to the other one, and I was like, gonna go to this one and see how it is. I don't know how it's gonna be, and it's how literally like... It? fucking amazing it's fucking amazing three it's we play three on three with the mini nets yeah and we play post and it's just there's two subs on the bench but it's pickup you on mini rank so it's like yeah 
we all just kind of like do our shit. We did two hours of ice time, and it's uh, what time it was fucking at? awesome. F- get this ready, seven p.m. No shit, seven p.m. and we skate till we drop. So that's dope. Starts at seven fifteen. The little kids get off at seven, and at seven fifteen we jump on. And it was literally like Justin Phillips, Johnny Catrone, Pat Tracy, a couple other guys I've skated with before. I don't really know them too well, but um, every there's kids that like can barely skate, and then there's kids that can skate really good, and there's kids that like are in the middle. It's just it's everybody, dude, and it's yeah. super fucking fun, man. We just throw sticks down and pick sides, and we're done. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So if you ever want to come to that too, I was going to yeah. talk to you about that. Uh, obviously will. now, yeah, for sure. Um, um, if you if you well, I know you you have games a lot on Thursdays, don't you? Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So like, I look at my schedule, and if it's not on a Thursday, then yeah, I'm we'll going. go to that. I'll go to that with you. So twenty yeah. bucks, twenty bucks. That's it. Twenty uh, bucks yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah, if you're playing on Thursday, I'll go skate with Paul, and if you're uh, you know playing on Tuesday, then we'll go to that. Yeah. So that's usually my go-to, man. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then yeah. Uh, I, I think if I go to that little one, I'll probably go to Madero's on uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Just because that's in Braintree, and like Stoughton and Braintree are so much closer than Rockland. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. How'd you like that rink, though? Oh man, dude. Mm-hmm. That's some of the best ice I've skated on in a. Oh, yep. Uh, what do I have to <laughs> compare it to? But like that rink's sick. Well, dude, what about that road though? That road's crazy. The road getting down it, yeah. where it's like sweat, like it's just fucking s's. I'm like, where the fuck is the rink? And then like you come around the corner and you're like, oh, there it is. Okay, yep. like the fucking oh, dude, it's crazy that place. It's not even done yet. No, I know. <laughs> it's insane. Um, no, it's just it's just cool, man. Like I just I just miss hockey so much. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't uh. I don't foresee myself playing in a league again. Yeah. Like, I think if the only time I would play in a league again is if Zayt's made a team, then I would, I, I would have to. But yeah. No, it was. Uh, I gotta buy new gloves. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta buy. Probably gonna buy a new stick. But. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah, Pat yeah. was asking for you. Yeah. Um, yep. He goes. He goes. Where's Batch? Is he bailing? I was like, no, he's he's got his first skate in a while. He's playing with some buddies in uh, the the Laval rink. He's like, oh, all right, all right, all right. I missed that kid. I was like, I'm gonna let him know. <laughs> I'll be, I'll go I'll go. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. Um, yeah, you know, I like normally like the big rink because I feel like I get more like of a workout out of it. But yeah, like I said, if I play on the mini rink or something, I'll just go to Madero's on Friday and skate with yeah. him. Um, but yeah, it was a good skate. Like it was good, fast pace kind of, and you know, two hours. I mean, I'd probably it's probably a pretty good workout too. So, yeah. And then skating with the boys, it's always fun. Nothing oh, yeah. beats that. So, yeah, I know everyone. All of a sudden, like, here's I'm out of retirement, and they're like, "Oh, I got this happening. I got that happening. I got this happening." I'm like, "Yo, yep. I can't skate every fucking night of the week." But yep. Like I know, like Miller and them want me to go on Sunday mornings at like. 6 30 and i'm like no way I'm not getting up at fucking five o'clock on sunday but like then they all go out to breakfast and shit afterward and it's like that's the shit that like i miss the most about yeah. it it's like yeah i love playing and like whatever but i like like 
hanging out with the guys, like, yeah. you know, hanging out with the boys and like, do, like, you know, you get oh. out at like nine and you're like, Hey, you guys want to go get something to eat? And you're like, yeah, fuck it. And then this like 10 is going to eat. And like, you know, you go to breakfast after, like you go to dinner afterward or something like, mm-hmm. well, you hang out in the parking lot for like three hours and then the wife's like where the fuck are you and you're like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> got caught yep. up with the guys like talking like it's just that like that's what i missed the most about it but yeah. it was fun man it was a good time and uh we're back baby we're back baby so yeah that'd be cool man that'd be dope good shit yeah so um we got off track but it's all right that's okay um, some new releases came out and are coming out. Some things were announced. Um, Real Friends dropped a new song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yes, I did. Oh, no. They are releasing an EP, but um, they released a new song, Six Feet, which is fucking sick. Rules. Um, then our friends in Dog Hotel announced they're releasing an EP or a song. Let's go! Song on February 13th, baby. Fuck yeah. Day before my birthday. Hell yeah. Happy birthday to Steven. Birthday Um, present. Yep. That's going to be dope. Can't wait for that. Um, yeah. And then I don't know what else we got going on, but that should, that's, Um, that's a, that's a boot to it. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. All right, this was yeah, fun. Um, yeah, this was great, dude. Yeah, thanks to Tyler again. Um, Thank you. Really appreciate it. And uh, go listen to Youth Fountain. Go to Legend of Zanon on Etsy and buy some stuff from our guy. Um, yeah, and everyone have a a nice week. Have an amazing night. Have an amazing week. And um, this is going to be. Speaking in Tongues by Youth Fountain. Hell yes. Toodaloo. Like, uh, yo, what's up? This is Tyler from Youth Fountain. You're looking, uh, fuck, I already fucked that it up. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Empty Space Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>